does Suboxone help with pain? That's a fantastic question. And the answer is absolutely yes. But there's a lot more to this issue than does Suboxone help with pain. Uh, in fact, Suboxone uh, was uh, originally discovered, buprenorphine, it's a synthetic opioid, delivered, uh, discovered in the late 60s or synthesized in the late 60s to deal with pain as a pain medication. Don't forget, although it's a particular type of opioid, uh, which is called an agonist-antagonist versus a straight opioid, which is heroin or Roxy's, uh, this medication is an opioid. And it was originally discovered for, uh, it was originally synthesized for pain as a pain medication. And uh, when they looked at its clinical properties, uh, uh, they realized, hmm, wow, this is a great medication for maintenance treatment, just like methadone, if not better, which it actually is better. And we will continue to discuss that in other episodes. Uh, this stuff is great for replacement therapy for heroin addiction. So that's that. It was actually synthesized for pain issues, but it has certain properties that make it, uh, uh, there's something we need to look at in the historical perspective of why uh, there's a tragedy in this and why there's still hope because we can actually uh, go ahead and use it for pain. Um, if you look back all throughout the, in the United States, all throughout the 90s and 2000s, when the big, big, big pushing by the big pharma started on the opiate medications uh, for pain. And, you know, as people say, it's partly responsible for the opiate addiction. Now, as this big push started, as the whole discussion started, as the whole marketing started that opiate medication is not addicting if your pain is treated uh, with enough medication, uh, we could have been using this stuff. And what was, here's where you can see some of the differences, some of the benefits, and why potentially we didn't have to be in the situation we're in. Why is it a great pain medication? It is an opiate, it addresses pain. Uh, a lot of the planet uses this medication for pain medication. Now, let's take Roxy's for pain versus Suboxone for pain and point out some clinical differences as well as some pharmacological differences. If you use what's called a straight agonist, a Roxy, for pain, what happens? It blocks your pain receptor and helps you out with pain. But over time, the way the architecture of these receptors work and the changes that occur in your body, okay, you're going to need more and more and more and more of the same agonist opioid to cover that same amount of pain. And there's even something more that goes on. So your doses start to escalate. The tolerance builds up. And you know, you become very addicted and you don't want to be addicted to something that the tolerance builds up. You need more and more, you can't get a prescription for. And if you reach a certain amount as this uh, dose starts to escalate, you will overdose. That's the side effect of continuing to increase your dose. You have a chance of overdose amongst all of the other issues that we all see with addiction, okay? That would be a Roxy. That would be heroin, okay? So the pathway for pain is blocked, but the way the receptors work and the number of receptors you have change over time, 
and it doesn't have the same effect. So you need more and more and more, plus a whole host of other issues, and it's just bad news, okay? In addition to your pain pathway, there's another pathway in your body that is the perception of pain, okay? The more opioids you use, not only does the pain pathway itself becomes, let's just say, desensitized. This has to do with receptors, but we'll just say it becomes desensitized and you need more of the opiate medication. Your perception of pain starts to become desensitized. What do I mean by that? So if I hit somebody that is not on opiates with a certain degree of pain, and if we could measure it, and I hit a patient on opiates or on chronic opiates with the same degree of pain at time A and then at time Z, his perception of pain has increased significantly, whereas one year, two years, three years ago, that same amount of pain would have been perceived as less painful, okay? And so this is called the hyperalgesia side effect of opiates. People become hypersensitive to pain, which is a really baffling bizarre and paradoxical reaction to pain medications in the long run. Suboxone does not hit that pathway, one. So you never have that issue of your perception of pain getting desensitized and you thinking you're having more pain when you're actually having the same amount of pain. That's number one. There's other issues as well. With Suboxone, okay, you don't need escalating doses. There's a ceiling effect at whatever milligram you're using, 12, 16, 24, whatever it may be. There's a maximum dose that you can use for the most part. There's some nuances to that, but for the most part, 32 milligrams is the maximum dose where all the receptors get filled up and theoretically there's no more use to use it. It's extremely hard to overdose. So let's say if a patient A is on 30 of Roxy for pain, you can very easily and potentially need more and more doses, build a bigger tolerance, his perception of pain gets worse, okay? And there's also some fundamental changes in the frontal cortex, the executive part of the brain, that start to go in complete disarray as addiction gets built up. Something like Suboxone, okay? Your perception of pain is not touched. You have a ceiling effect on the dose that deals with the pain, okay? Uh, uh, overdose is very difficult. And the frontal cortex, that area that is your executive function that goes into a complete disarray as far as this connection to the middle brain where opiate receptors lie and uh, those pathways for addiction uh, are instilled, uh, those don't get touched at all. So it's a wonderful drug uh, in terms of uh, switching over for the addict, but in terms of pain, it's a very, very good drug. And if you think about it, the next obvious question you might wanna ask, why haven't we been using this for years? And that's a fantastic question. In fact, Suboxone itself has a patch which is exactly the same thing. It's delivered through a patch. You change it once a week. The name is Butrans, and it's uh, FDA approved for pain. It's the craziest thing. It's the same exact thing as Suboxone, except they approved that for pain years ago. 
the marketing was never all that robust and nobody knows about it. Very few people I know know about it. It's, and, you know, and, and it's always been there, as has Suboxone, the strips, which could also be used for pain. So if you go back, number one, the rest of the planet, the rest of the world, the rest of the civilized world is very aware of this, okay? Now, if we go back all throughout the 80s or all throughout the 90s and 2000s, and you think to yourself, well, why were we not using Suboxone or Buprenorphine, which is the generic name of the parent compound in Suboxone, the active ingredient in Suboxone? Why were we not using this for all of those patients that had chronic pain that was not end of life, terminal, or hospice care? And that's a great baffling question. You really want to ask yourself, why was Suboxone not used for chronic pain patients all those years? And, uh, and, and if it would have been used, the question is, would we not be where we are today in terms of the opiate epidemic? And I think, you know, one could make a very, very convincing argument to say, yes, we would not have been in this situation. In my own uh, private practice, uh, I have a few older patients that are, in fact, on Suboxone uh, because of pain issues that had uh, turned into, almost turned into addiction, and they were, uh, someone was smart enough to switch them to Suboxone. I ended up switching them to the patch, uh, and that goes well, and it works fantastic for them. Um, I hope that answers that question for this part to the extent that it does. I'll be continuing this discussion in other videos. If you have any other questions regarding this matter, please feel free to uh, write down below in the comments. Uh, let me summarize it very quickly. Suboxone was in fact, the question is, does Suboxone address pain? Uh, the answer, let me make sure the question is correct. Yes, does Suboxone help with pain? If it, it is in fact an opiate pain medication, that is why it was synthesized it has a whole bunch of physiological and clinical features that make it very superior to the regular opioid medication in terms of abuse, addiction, worsening pain, tolerance. And uh, actually, the truth of the matter is, it will not give you that euphoria, okay? Especially someone that uses it for, uh, after a couple of days, two, three, four days for most folks, there should absolutely be no euphoria whatsoever, and they can be maintained on the same dose indefinitely. Uh, thank you very much. Again, I'll continue this discussion in the future. Uh, ask me any questions you have below. This is Dr. B, and have a great night.